Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Explaining History podcast, and today I'm going to be talking about the Kennedy era and Vietnam, um, particularly about the and the CIA in the assassination of South Vietnam's President Diem. So, if you're looking for a really interesting, quite accessible book on the subject of the CIA uh, in general, with a lot of depth on Vietnam. Um, you could do worse than read um, Tim Weiner's uh, Legacy of Ashes, which uh, presents the CIA not as the kind of elite deadly force that we see in the movies, and certainly quite deadly, um, but a chaotic, um, often very unprofessional, and um, kind of buccaneering Wild West outfit that emerged um, in strange piecemeal fashion from the embers of the uh, uh, Second World War in the new um, Cold War environment of the late 40s, early 1950s. Um, the CIA, as um, Tim Weiner um, uh, presents it, uh, was um, born of the OSS, um, the Office of Strategic Services, and which had been schooled in uh, sabotage and uh, espionage by uh, the British SIS or MI6, and many of the um, characters, larger than life characters, like one of the kind of founder figures of the CIA, Wild Bill Donovan, um, were laws unto themselves. And when you appreciate that uh, in the early decades of the CIA, um, before presidential and uh, congressional oversight really became um, powerful. Um, that the the CIA were uh, cold warriors um, and uh, believed that they were many of them believed that they were leading one man wars against communism, uh, perhaps not even in line with uh, presidential uh, or national security policy, um, and that um, CIA men in the field were um, making up making decisions uh, on the hoof. It helps to explain, or helps to go part of the way to explaining why um, quagmires such as Vietnam emerge in the way that they do. Obviously, it's not all of the explanation. 
So I've spoken about the uh, origins of the Vietnam War, the um, uh, Franco-Vietnamese War uh, from 1946 to 1954 uh, before. So I'm going to talk really about the, the post-1954 era. Um, by the uh, early 1950s, America was uh, funding France's efforts in Vietnam. It's not that the French, that the Americans have particularly any love for the French, um, both Roosevelt um, and Truman had been highly suspicious of de Gaulle um, and uh, thought that the French had generally put in a very poor show during the war and that they had been inclined towards collaboration, which isn't perhaps completely fair, um, and um, that they, uh, de Gaulle particularly presented himself as a possible dictator. Um, and and the uh, both men believed that uh, France wasn't really entitled to an empire any longer. Uh, they weren't enormously inclined towards the British one, but they gave the, the French even less, um, even less leeway. But uh, when Roosevelt died and Truman um, took the uh, Oval Office, Truman was far more guided by the new realities of the Cold War, and to which he thought really. Uh, the French might not be uh, very reliable, or they might not be a very attractive friend, uh, but they, if they go, uh, the chances of communism sweeping across uh, both North and South Vietnam are highly likely. And so it's better to have a, a French empire, an ailing French empire, that can perhaps be um, controlled financially or militarily by America, than to have nothing at all and simply have um, the uh, uh, so Soviet Russia or, uh, after 1949, Maoist China as the key players in that part of, of the world. So that's how we see the transition from an anti-colonial struggle um, in, uh, into a uh, Cold War uh, struggle. Europe, by the early 1950s, has stabilised the spheres of influence, Eastern Europe to the Soviets, Western Europe to um, America and NATO, um, have uh, been well established. There is little scope for rolling back communism in Europe or for uh, Soviet expansionism either. Uh, nuclear weapons decide that one. So um, Asia becomes a far more fertile ground for both um, uh, both powers to challenge one another via the medium of, of proxies. And America's proxy is uh, President Diem in South Vietnam. South Vietnam um, was the product of the Geneva Conference in 1954 where the uh, French, the Viet Minh uh, and America and other interested powers um, tried to create some kind of uh, resolution, um, one whereby um, the country would be partitioned officially at the 17th parallel, though uh, up until that point from um, 1949 um, already there had been effectively two states um, uh, and North and, and the South Vietnam, and it, 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 they, were, they were officially recognised at the conference. 
And the view was that there would be an election in 1956. Um, the Americans uh, walk out of the conference, they boycott this one completely because they know that Ho Chi Minh will win any election in, in, in 1956. The reason why is because Ho Chi Minh and the uh, Viet Minh promised land redistribution. The majority of Vietnamese are Buddhist peasants. Um, they dislike the uh, French-imposed Vietnamese Catholic land in a class, and they um, are they, they see them as alien, foreign, and are, are more sympathetic towards what the Viet Minh are offering. Not that there were particularly large numbers of signed-up members of uh, the Communist Party or um, people who are particularly conversant in um, Marxist-Leninism. Um, or Maoism or any other of the offshoots of communist thought in Vietnam, they simply viewed the Viet Minh as being on their side. Diem was um, proclaimed uh, president in 1955. Um, he first, he first uh, announced the existence of the Re Republic, um, which was recognised instantly by the US and you know, America's allies. However, the Soviet Union, in opposition to the creation of uh, the Republic of Vietnam, uh, refused to recognise it as a member of the United Nations and vetoed uh, its application. And by 1959, the state is in serious trouble. It's in serious trouble because um, the border between North and South doesn't work as a result of the Ho Chi Minh Trail, which passes through uh, the jungles of Laos. Um, the Ho Chi Minh Trail is not one route, but a kind of an entire complex network of, uh, of routes um, taking um, guerrilla fighters and agents uh, from north into the south. The Ho Chi Minh Trail would um, put Laos directly in the, uh, the firing line of the, uh, the coming conflict. Um, the Americans uh, became aware of the trail. The CIA station chief in Vientiane in Laos um, was uh, particularly keen to destabilise any pro-Viet uh, Minh governments that might emerge in Laos and ensured through huge bribes uh, that um, a, uh, an American-friendly government uh, would exist. And it's at this point that we start to veer off into real apocalypse now territories. The CIA then came into contact with fiercely anti-communist um, hill tribes um, who the CIA began to arm as uh, proxy armies um, to fight the communists. Um, and there is a, an open checkbook at Langley in Virginia uh, for this kind of work. Um, the... Uh, ability of uh, station chiefs and senior field agents to proffer suggestions, however kind of wild and unconventional, to their bosses back in the States and have green lights flashing um, and um, suitcases full of cash shipped out to them to make these kinds of things happen is really quite remarkable. There seems to be an immense amount of trust in field agents who uh, and station chiefs who um, the CIA at Langley um, viewed as knowing what was happening on the ground. Um, there is comparatively little oversight, and the idea that any of this might be have 
you know, serious um, consequences. Um, again, doesn't seem to really um, have been much of a, a consideration. The overriding goal was the uh, salvation of South Vietnam by um, severing the Ho Chi Minh Trail. This could be done, it was believed, using um, guerrillas in Laos. This is the, um, the, the this is what Kennedy inherits in 1960. Um, this is much of the this action had, had happened months before um, he was um, sworn in. And the proponents of the kind of the quagmire theory of the Vietnam War that one president handed an intractable problem on to the next one, who handed it on to the, the next one, each um, unable to fully resolve the issue of Vietnam one way or another, seems to hold a lot of water, particularly when you look at it like this. That it wasn't simply that just that Truman handed the problem on to Eisenhower, who handed the problem on to Kennedy, who handed the problem on to Nixon, but at the same time, there are all sorts of uh, free agents, particularly in the CIA, but no doubt in other American agencies and in Vietnam as well, adding to um, the problem, adding to um, the complexity of the crisis being developed in Vietnam um, and making uh, certain avenues of action more difficult, certain more feasible and shaping and guiding um, the decisions that um, the US was, was able to take. I think there's an interesting comparison between uh, the CIA um, and the American uh, forces in Vietnam um, and the uh, presidency, uh, various presidencies, and the Kwantung Army in Manchuria and the Japanese civilian government in the 1930s. Uh, the Kwangtung army frequently um, took decisions they believed to be in Japanese national interest, Japanese kind of colonial interests, totally independently of any kind of civilian oversight. And you had um, two sources of policy making existing um, at the same time. And it's obviously the uh, armed and ideologically charged force who's on the ground already, both in Vietnam as the Americans and um, in Manchuria with the Japanese, who become the, uh, the more important agent of action, making decisions that then uh, American presidents uh, either approve of anyway or, present, or it presents them with problems that they then have to either resolve or um, endorse. Kennedy looked on the uh, guerrillas in Laos as a handy replacement for American troops. He didn't fancy sending a mass army into uh, Vietnam, knowing probably the likely results of jungle guerrilla warfare. Um, and so um, using, them, uh, using the tribal forces um, against North Vietnam was... Uh, Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A good option. Um, there's, a very interesting, um, there's a very interesting part of uh, Legacy of Ashes where Tim uh, Weiner um, quotes uh, a CIA man at the time, Dick Holm. Um, and he says, and I quote, The ignorance and the arrogance of Americans arriving in Southeast Asia. We only had minimal understanding of the history, culture and politics of the people we wanted to aid. Our strategic interests were superimposed onto a region where our president had decided to draw the line against communism. And we would do it our way. And there, therein, I think you, you find one of the, the, the causes of America's downfall in Vietnam. Uh, and you also find um, a, an, a, perhaps a recurrent theme in um, American uh, intervention. Uh, one only needs to look at uh, things like Iraq to see clear parallels of um, America um, and by and large, they are not alone in this. This is the kind of the, the crime of imperial powers everywhere. Of um, arriving in a country like Vietnam and seeing um, really only their, their own agenda and how the forces on the ground, how the different players uh, that they're presented with can be used to support that. Um, and being ignorant of any other possible agendas that those players might have great to their, their, their great downfall. So CIA men in Saigon um, were essentially living the life of Riley. They had uh, huge funds. Um, they had unlimited access to um, the, uh, the Republic of uh, South Vietnam, uh, their government and, and army. Uh, they were there as um, essentially glorified arms dealers, trainers, um, spies. But they seemed to lack much knowledge about the enemy. Um, they had very little understanding about the Viet Minh, who they were, how they operated, and how they really interacted with um, the peoples of North and South Vietnam. The rather um, inglorious uh, attempts by the CIA alone to um, win the uh, struggle against the Viet Minh um, led to Diem's government looking on America with 
a great uh, suspicion. Um, Kennedy sent General Maxwell Taylor um, to Vietnam in 1961. Taylor heard stories um, about the Saigon station chief, William Colby's, uh, attempts to um, destabilise North Vietnam, parachuting in uh, Vietnamese agents um, going drastically wrong. By 1961, for example, 217 of the 250 agents that had been parachuted into the North had either been killed, captured, or recorded as missing or have, having defected to the other side. And there was, there had been, a obviously, um, a um, Vietnamese double agent in Colby's um, team all along. Maxwell concluded that the only thing that Kennedy could do to reinstall uh, some faith in the uh, Republic of Vietnam um, in the Americans was to commit ground troops. Um, this was top secret, this was landed on Kennedy's um, desk and um, was uh, very troubling to Kennedy. He wasn't sure what to make of it. Um, Taylor offered something a little more attractive as well. He said, well, we need to increase the number of agents in Vietnam, so to increase the, 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 uh, the number of CIA men. Now, this is um, easier to do, um, and this is a, a, a way of kind of uh, increasing the commitment of America to Vietnam without increasing its commitment, so so to speak. It was um, seen by um, Taylor as well that one of the key tasks that America had was to infiltrate the um, South Vietnamese government. Um, it was um, the, uh, in, in large part, the policies of the government that were failing in Vietnam and causing uh, unpopularity and making more likely that the Viet Minh would uh, eventually win. And so um, if the government wasn't willing to uh, voluntarily change their policies, the Americans uh, saw it as their role to change those policies for them. Now, in this, we're not talking about some um, enlightened strategy, such as getting the peasants on side by offering them land or anything as sensible as that. No. The first um, evidence of uh, America steering uh, Viet uh, Vietnam's um, internal um, workings was the development of the Strategic Hamlets Programme. This policy um, was a disaster from start to finish. It uprooted um, Vietnamese um, communities from the land they had inherited, they had farmed for centuries. Uh, where their ancestors were buried, and uh, moved them into uh, government-controlled, militarised um, areas, um, and devastated their, their livelihoods, and tore them away from the thing they had the most deepest intimate connection with, which was the land. Uh, Diem begins to really show his true colours uh, with uh, American backing, um, much to the, kind of the alarm and disquiet of even the CIA. Um, Diem seemed to be bent on creating a Catholic regime in a Buddhist country. There was uh, widespread persecution of uh, Buddhist monks, uh, the revered um, figures within Vietnamese society. There was a mass murder of them uh, recorded at Hue in 1963. 
um, just uh, under, the, under the nose of the CIA. This explains the iconic photo of the Buddhist monk Quang Duc. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's well known throughout the world. It's one of the kind of the capturing images, the defining images of uh, Vietnam in the 20th century. Who set fire to himself outside um, the U.S. Embassy in Saigon. Um, the protests are um, that uh, against the DM government grew. Um, DM became extremely unpopular. And it is um, this thinking that starts to shift the American government towards removing Diem. The uh, first plans to uh, murder Diem were uh, presented to uh, the CIA, actually by the Vietnamese military. General Tran Van Don um, contacts the state, one of the um, senior officers in um, Vietnam um, to ask, well, essentially, what will your thoughts be if we get rid of Diem? And uh, on August the 23rd, um, Kennedy um, gives his nod, says, yes, this seems like a good idea to me. In a marvellously euphemistic cable, um, he sends to the State Department, um, he says, we must face the possibility that Diem himself cannot be preserved. And he says, we need to make detailed plans as to how we might bring about Diem's replacement. Which was really a nod to the CIA to go back to their generals and give them the green light and probably to devise something and then run it by the Americans when that was fi was finally uh, thought through. Henry Cabot Lodge, the ambassador in Saigon, uh, cabled back on August 29th, quite explicitly saying, we are launched on a course from which there is no turning back the overthrow of the DM government. So there was any doubt as to what were the people were really planning or intending. Lodge didn't want DM assassinated. Um, the State Department and the CIA were at cross purposes here. Um, the, the State Department um, believed that there was a, a, a more peaceful way to remove DM, whereas the CIA thought it was best done in the most direct manner possible. DM seems to have been aware that a coup was being planned and even put it to one of the CIA's men who went to see him at the presidential palace. Is there a coup going to be launched against me? In which the CIA, CIA were very frank and said, yes, the CIA um, had to be explicit to the generals to say it is the policy of the United States government that no assassinations take place, to which the generals scoff and say, well, listen, We'll be doing this our way, and if you don't like it, we just won't be talking to you about it. Um, if you find this uncomfortable, then we won't tell you. Um, which put the CIA in a position um, one, uh, where they had to maintain open ties with the generals uh, on the subject of the assassination. Something that they were probably fairly comfortable with. And on the 1st of November... Uh, 1963, the coup happened. Um, the uh, army um, occupied um, South Vietnam, the uh, Saigon. They um, seized the airport, cut the city's telephone wires, seized the police headquarters, take hold of government radio, the classic coup stuff. 
and uh, assassinate uh, Diem, who was desperately asking what America was doing. You say, what is the view of America on this? And the answer was, well, essentially, that it's 4.30am in Washington, the president is in bed. From which I imagine Diem probably drew the correct inference. Diem, um, from a safe house, offers to resign um, in order for his safety and to his family. Um, he is was fetched from a church where he handed himself over um, and put into the back of an armoured personnel carrier, um, and then the uh, and then was killed when he was inside. Kennedy appears to have been shocked and horrified by this, even though he had ordered the removal of um, DM and must have been in no doubt um, about um, the sort of people. Uh, who would be doing the removing. So this shows either a breathtaking naivety on Kennedy's part or a kind of cognitive dissonance between the order and the actual carrying out of it. Perhaps the most interesting uh, postscript to this whole story is that the uh, generals who had ordered and the men who carried out the assassination reported to the US Embassy shortly afterwards um, and were greeted by um, the um, Ambassador Lodge um, and in a manner of almost reporting to their masters. Okay, so time for a couple of quick announcements. I'm going to be doing on the YouTube channel throughout this week um, about the subject of, of Vietnam and you can catch me today, Monday, at 4pm um, on the Explaining History Facebook page doing a live web chat uh, on Vietnam. So if this is something you're studying, tune in today at 4 o'clock. In fact, I'll be on the uh, Explaining History Facebook page every day at 4. Also, you may have heard me mention in the past, I'm working with a brilliant uh, podcasting uh, producer, AudioPie, um, to produce... A-level and GCSE study podcasts are ideal for uh, any um, topic area in modern history. And I'm going to go straight on and play you a little clip now. There's a great 10% discount that you can have if you, quote, um, explain when you sign up. A um, little gift here from Explaining History. Anyway, without further ado, here's the clip. The mist of a November dawn doesn't shroud the smell of mud, dried sweat or the latrine. Yet there's something different in the air. Silence. The guns have stopped. So's the shouting. What next? Welcome to AudioPie's GCSE series on Germany between 1919 and 1945. To find out more, go to www.audiopie.co.uk and quote the promo code EXPLAIN when you get to the checkout. AudioPie. Inspiring education. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 